What it is, what is up, what is good, gamers? This is Shonuff71, a.k.a. Digga Dulamite. Purple bling bling. And your auditory canals are tuned into episode 142 of the Gaming Vessels podcast. And of course, I am not in the digital studio alone. Along with me, got my partners in crime. First on deck, we got Dez, aka the Bay Area Terror, aka the High Res Hater, aka the Cat Daddy, aka the Gamer Step Daddy. What's going on, bro? Uh, not much. Just happy to be back. I know we took a week. Uh, we took a week off. Um, I had to go to a wedding in Denver. It was fantastic, though. Uh, no one in Denver wears masks, so it was very interesting to be in a place that doesn't wear masks. Uh, it was great because I, I traveled with a good friend of mine, and she, uh, when we got to the hotel, real quick story, when she got to the hotel, um, we go to the concierge desk to, to check in, um, and we have our masks on, and he's like, oh, you don't have to wear masks, but if you want, I can wear a mask uh, for you. And she was like, it was hilarious. I was kidding. She's like, no, it's okay. We're from California. <laughs> like, like we're better than them because we're from California. It just made me laugh so hard because the guy was like, oh, oh, oh okay. <laughs> and, then, and then we checked in and went back upstairs. And it was crazy. Like, no one was wearing masks. I mean, the we, we lifted a couple places um, when we were, like, sightseeing. And so the lift drivers wore masks and stuff. But everyone else didn't didn't wear masks. Well, some people did. But for the most part, by and large, it was like no one was wearing a, wearing a mask. And I was just like, okay. So, uh, but it was it was a great trip. Uh, I've only been to Denver one other time, uh, two other times. And that was just to the airport. And then I went to Colorado Springs to visit to visit a friend because that's where my friend lives. But this is the first time they actually was in Denver, and it's a it's a pretty nice it's a pretty nice city, um, pretty nice city. We were downtown next to the ballpark in the stadium, so I got to see a lot of Broncos fans. So, because I guess there was a game going on, and it was this big sign by this little courtyard that said like, you know, you're in Broncos territory. So, but but it was a lot of fun. I got to go to a really cool comic store, Mile High Comics. It's, it's like one of the it's the largest comic book retailer in uh in uh, the United States. So. That was a lot of fun. So overall, had a good time. But I would be remiss if I didn't say that I did not miss you guys, you know, and all you listeners. So I'm happy to be back. Oh, awesome, awesome, awesome. So, <laughs> all right. Well, our well, one thing. Uh, oh, that was about to ask you about Denver. Um, mm-hmm. uh, did it wasn't? Isn't there like a I know, I know, I guess, what's his, who was that musician who died in the plane crash? Oh, Bob Denver? Yeah. Um, Rocky Mountain that, High? Rocky Mountain High, yeah. I had heard that there was like a, I don't know if you had time to do that, but there was some type of a tour of like his favorite places in the city. I know that's a weird question, a weird question to ask, but I... Just about everybody that I, I don't know many people that have gone to Denver, but like my wife's uh, one of my wife's coworkers at her former job, she had several uh, coworkers uh, who were from Denver, and they always kept saying, "Well, when you go to Denver, you have to do this." It's, it's like kind of like a bar hop or a restaurant hop of his favorite 
eating places. I don't even know if the guy ever, you know, he may not have even gone to these places when he was alive, but it says like just part of the capital, I don't know, capitalizing on his fame. I don't know what, but they're always saying, oh, that is like the, one of the main things to do when you go to Denver. So I, I was, you probably didn't do that, but nope. I was just wondering. This is the first time that I've ever heard of this. That's why I was like, hmm? Yeah, no. it, yeah. I, I, again, this was, she had several coworkers from her last job, and I guess there was some type of a bar hop or restaurant hop that apparently John Denver's favorite. No. Favorite places just, to eat and drink, apparently. I, I missed that, <laughs> you know, so no, that was not me. Uh, I didn't even know John Denver was from Denver or whether. <laughs> I, yeah, I didn't. I didn't know that until my wife told me about it years ago. I thought I thought that was just like his stage name. Actually, I didn't think it was his real name. Yep. But uh, oh, okay. <laughs> all right. So we got that other voice that you heard belongs to none other than Joe because he is Trader Joe and our show is a no go. Without Trader Joe, a.k.a. the Food Max of Gaming, who can maximize your gaming dollar. What's going on, dude? Not much, man. Uh, kind of missed doing the vessels. But, you know, uh, I've been, like, did. wheeling and dealing and trading and doing all sorts of finagling and all this wonderful stuff. So, so it's been uh, – eating's been good. I got, like, a good amount of credit at GameStop. I've been uh, trading in. I got the Switch OLED. Trade in my old Switch, trade in controllers, games, you know, you name it. So pretty much uh, I, I've been trying to get everyone down with the hookup too, um, messaging, you know, friends, you guys, of course, on there uh, to see what's everything. I, I don't know if the promos are still going, but uh, GameStop was given an extra 50 for all PS4s and Xboxes, including the Xbox One Fats and regular PS4 systems. And I got 260 for my damn Switch, so... Okay. So forty bucks and plus the extra fifty to upgrade to uh, Switch OLED. I'm I'm good. I'm good. I'll okay. take that. Yeah. What are your impressions of the Switch OLED at this point, or have <laughs> you had a chance to mess with it yet? Not really. I loaded all my games on it, but uh, it's been sitting here on my computer desk. You know, I'm actually going to rearrange my uh, systems a little bit. So. Get a, get a chance to really play it docked or anything yet or play it portably that much but uh i'll give you guys probably more impressions next show uh kind of go through playing with it a little bit so okay cool i can't wait to hear what you have to say about it yeah it looks yeah, good i'm very good i'm very interested in it as well it's white isn't it uh you could either get the white or the neon set depending so oh okay yeah, the neon. I think the neon set comes with a black dock. The white set comes with a black, white dock and the white Joy-Con. So, all right, Joe. So we're definitely looking forward to hearing your your opinions on the Switch OLED. So we're going to move on to our first topic on the docket, and as always, is going to be the playlist. So Des, why don't you kick things off, man? What you been playing? Well, since I've been gone, uh, and uh, I'm in school right now, and the this this past week, um, I've had so my schooling. I have a semester, but then I have quarters within the semester. So so for each semester, there's two quarters. So I just finished at my first quarter. So I've been spending a lot of time uh, doing um, 
uh, schoolwork. So the only thing that I've been able to play and actually wanting to play is a Titan Quest. Yes, you heard it. Uh, I am back on the Titan Quest game. Um, and I am playing it like crazy with Joe. Got finally got the furthest that I've ever been. I got to the second, <laughs> I got to the second, um, second continent. So I am chugging away with Joe and it's been fun, uh, playing with, playing with him. And then every so often our, our good friend, Jason searching fire will join us and it'll be like a three man, you know, run through. And, um, it's fun. It's been a lot of fun playing, um, uh, playing with the with the with the two of them and just I don't know sometimes this game really starts to hit that those those buttons for me and I just really like it's it's one of the, again it's one of those games that you can just start playing and not have to worry about um not worry about anything you can just put it on and just start chatting with your friends and hanging out and um it's not dark souls so Exactly, exactly. Uh, you can honestly, you know, uh, sit sit in and just just do it and just play. And I and I really like that uh, about the game. Um, so that's really what I've been playing, and I play it in my spare time when I just need to relax. Um, and that's only until uh, I get my copy of like of Metroid Dread, and then I'll probably end up going back to my Switch. And playing that for for a little bit, uh, it's getting great reviews, and I I really cannot wait to play uh, a traditional Metroid game. I sat up late last night and watched a. Um, it's funny. I sat up late last night and watched a Metroid, um, a Metroid history of Metroid on um, on uh, YouTube, and it was really kind of fun seeing how all the games kind of um, rank in in order. And I guess there's like specifically like I don't want to say there's two timelines, but it's like like the certain versions of Metroid that veer into one way and one veers to another. So it's just kind of interesting. They're all kind of canon, but it's really kind of weird. So, and just looking at the, um, it was like 107 facts you didn't know about Metroid and just kind of looking at where everything happens and, and, and it's, um, and it's timeline and, and how it was produced or certain things, why it takes, uh, time to do this stuff. So I've, I've really enjoyed it. And um, I'm really looking forward to it. But really, that's pretty much the only thing that I've been playing. And that's been kind of bringing me joy with uh, with gaming. I'm uh, next week. I start my the second quarter of of my um, of my program. And I only have two classes instead of three at night. So I get my Thursdays back. So hopefully I'll be able to play a little bit, um, a little bit more and hang out and it won't be so difficult. So so here's hoping. But that is really all that I have been playing. Uh, so I'm going to kick it off to Joe. Joe, what have you been playing, buddy? Uh, really not too much in these last couple of weeks. A lot of Titan quests like you alluded to. Um, a little bit further, I think, than you are. I'm about the middle of Egypt right now. Uh, I'm uncovered like the third portal. I've uh, been playing quite a bit on there. Um, also... On my Xbox, I've been playing Dragon Quest XI-S still, um, even though I'm kind of tempted to switch over and play it on the Switch now yeah, that ooh. the OLED has come out, you know, even though I maintain that the, that the Auto HDR on the Xbox is just like the bomb diggity. Just uh, thinking about playing that game, you know, like portably might be something uh, that stirs me over, but I, I don't know, I think I'm like about 15 hours in already. 
So they have to restart the game again. <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to take that venture. Uh, played Fantasy Star Online 2 New Genesis a little bit, but I come to the realization until new content drops for that game, I'm probably not going to go back to it. So on there. So it's just, I know after you dropped off a little bit on it, Des, and not playing a multiplayer, I haven't been doing the dailies every day like I had been in the past. And uh, it's just, uh, I, I don't see the need to go back. I've, I've fully leveled everything. I'm on the fully level. I was messing around with the gunner class and doing the machine guns and all that. But it's like, I'm just going over the same content and doing the same thing over and over. So it's like, eh. Uh, I haven't gone back to play Aliens Fireteam. Uh, I was eager to kind of go back and do that. So maybe we'll get time to do that in this next week and go from there. But that's pretty much been it for me this past two weeks. So, Kev, what you been up to? What you been playing? Uh, well, for me, it has been a lot of the same. Final Fantasy VII Remake, I completed that game and... I haven't figured out where it's going to sit in my uh, quote unquote pantheon of pantheon of greats, but it's one of the best games I've ever played. I just don't know oh, where wow. it sits in that list. Um, everything about that game, from the the re, their reinterpretation of the original game from the story perspective, the complete revamp of the gameplay is just top shelf it's top shelf um i've said uh, to a couple of people in our uh discord if you don't if you don't have a ps5 and you're planning on getting one and this is a game that like me has been in your back on your back burner in your backlog wait to play it don't Play it on a PS4 or a PS4 Pro. Play it on a PS5. So and get the uh, the integrated upgrade. Uh, it, it that that 60 frames is just crisp. It's super crisp. And if you've got a 4K TV, uh, which I do not have, uh, I'm still I'm still on Planet 1080p. But I got a 600 hertz plasma, so I get all the I, I get to see all the frames. It, it's it, it's absolutely amazing, absolutely amazing. This this game, <laughs> the changes that were made because I never finished the first game. The I never finished the original. I got to Hojo, and I did not have the right materia to beat Hojo. It. I can I could have I probably could have struggled, but I didn't want I didn't I didn't want to go back and find the material because I would have had to practically start the game because I I didn't do the smart thing and do multiple saves. I just had one save and I just did not have the right material to beat Hojo. Uh, but I didn't have the right material to beat the end boss in this game either, uh, who was not Hojo. Uh, that's something else that I, I I thought that was pretty cool. They changed the um, they changed the enemies, and I won't spoil anything. But I really did not have the right materia uh, to go into that to that final boss fight, uh, particularly with the way I like to I like to use the two main melee characters, uh, which is primarily Tifa and Cloud. 
it was it was it was a struggle. <laughs> it really was a struggle. But man, that gameplay is just so crisp. It is so crisp and so fantastic. I I was like, I, okay, I'm gonna make this work. And I had to re I had to distribute my materia several different different ways amongst the team because you 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 get the team you use the team that you primarily use throughout the game, but you're you get a change out that you can't control uh midway through what is actually a five phase boss fight. And uh you get you get no breaks <laughs> in between the phrases. So you just gotta go in and you gotta get and you gotta hope you can get it done. But just just oh man, that game is so good. So good. And I thoroughly enjoyed it. I can't wait to see uh the next part of, of this of this story come out. And I'm not in a I'm you know when it comes out, it comes out. I will get it then. Uh I don't want them to rush this thing out because you, you can't rush greatness when it comes to gaming or with anything creative, in my opinion. But we've seen what happens when they rush things in gaming. I say, Square Enix, take your time, take your time to get it the get it as right as this is, uh, and I will enjoy it when it when it comes out. Uh, so, other than that, um, after that was complete, I need to figure out what I what next what another my next major game is going to be uh that i'm going to play um i haven't quite figured that out yet but in the meantime i've gone back and played no more heroes 3 still enjoying that i am i'm ranked number six number seven in the uh <laughs> in the intergalactic assassins guild and this last boss fight was practically hilarious i I would say what it was, but it, you just have to you just have to see it. It, it <laughs> I was I was cracking up the whole time. Uh, strangely enough, the last two bosses, I you really don't fight them. You fight somebody completely different, which I'm assuming are my it, th those characters are related to the first two games. I'm not sure because I have not played the first two games. But I am I'm having an absolute uh, blast with uh, No More Heroes Three. It's absolutely fantastic. The over the top combat, the the irreverence of the dialogue that takes place between Travis Touchdown and whomever he comes across just cracks me the hell up. Uh, so thoroughly enjoying that. Uh, I've also been playing uh, Fist, uh, Forged in Shadow Torch. It's the uh, anthropom anthropomorphic rabbit with the uh, mech arm uh, going against these uh, metallic, these mech wolves, basically. And it, it that's a lot of fun, too. It is a, it is a uh, Metroidvania-style game, but it's, for whatever reason, I, there's not, it's not so backtracky that it becomes a hindrance to me. So I am very much enjoying that game. I, I added the second of what I believe are three uh modes to my mech suit uh, it, you start off with a the giant fist this other uh, attachment i have is this drill and you can use both in combat interchangeably and you can swap swap them out you know mid combo which is really cool so you can create some really interesting things once you uh pad your skill trees out for both those attachments 
I'm having a lot of fun with that. And the last game I played was Aliens. I, and I played that last night. I'm trying to get past the um, uh, the stage that I the stage that I'm on where you're investigating um, the corporation's uh, shenanigans. And I got to the end of the second part of that mission, and I just got bum rushed. They they hit you with several drones, and I was playing with uh, I was playing with you with the uh, um, the AI and was not successful. I tried that about three different times uh, using trying to change where. Well, maybe if I put. Uh, put some some auto cannons over here and some uh, electronic grids over there, and you know, just trying trying to change things up a bit. Yeah, it it, it the computer wasn't having it. Once those drones come out, it was just game over because unfortunately the AI is not smart enough to concentrate to fight their fire on the drones, uh, which it would not have been a problem. <laughs> Had had that had that been the case, unfortunately. So, but still having fun with that game. But that is what I have been playing for the past couple of weeks. So, uh, been having it. But man, like Final Fantasy VII remake, y'all. I mean, y'all. Even even if you're not a Final Fantasy quote unquote person, you know, go to your library and rent it. And check it out. It, it it's it's that good, in my opinion. But okay. anyway, <laughs> anyway, with that, we're going to move on to our next topic on our docket, which now is going to be the main event. So, Dez, you got the mic, brother. All righty. So, uh, basically, we had a awesome question. Um, and that question was, uh, what games announced at the PlayStation Showcase, Nintendo Direct, and Tokyo Game Show are you excited for and why? Let us know, and we will talk about it on the next episode. So um, I know that we watch these shows, and we get super like excited and, and super cool about what's coming out. And we've had conversations before about, man, I wish that like a lot of these games were coming out sooner. And sometimes they have like, you know, sizzle reels and, you know, you, I don't know. It's like, I, I really like promotion promotions and people and uh, marketing teams being able to promote these games. But sometimes I'm just like, uh, come out sooner, come out sooner, come out sooner. So, so for some of these games, like the anticipation is real and it's like, uh, why, why please, you know, be, 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 come on out, come on out, come on out. But, but of course we had to, you know, we had, we had to have our inner, our inner, um, our inner fanboy and see what games, uh, or our announcements and games that we wanted, um, yeah, that we were most excited for. So, uh, John BT and, um, on discord says uh, i think my favorite game announced during the nintendo direct was uh fantasy star 4 on the nintendo uh on on the new nintendo online i i have no desire to get the service nor play the game again but man i love the game when i was younger uh yeah um Joe, great choice what? yeah now he's yeah. all 
I don't know if uh, all the different games that were announced to say that Fantasy Star Online, Fantasy Star Four. Excuse me, I was going to say online again, but yeah, uh, it's kind of cool that he's excited for it, even though he's not going to play it. <laughs> but it is definitely a great game. So yeah, I just remember those games being very long in the tooth and a lot of like running around and stuff. So I didn't really, I didn't really gain oh. my respect for those games or not respect i don't say respect my love for those games until much later in life uh fantasy star 4 is a lot less grindy than 2 was i know a lot of people never played 1 because 1 was on the master system mm. but that was a way better game than 2 2 was 2 was too grindy 3 was kind of was not the best but 4 4 was like the probably i would say the best out of the series so yeah it's definitely okay. worth playing. It's definitely worth the additional scratch, whatever that's going to be. So Yeah, cool. Um, and so Ren on Discord also said, I think I'm most excited about God of War, uh, Bayonetta 3, Splatoon 3, Kirby, and Monster Hunter Sunbreak. All games that are coming out uh, like next year, but can't wait to get my hands on them. Agreed. And so does John BT who says, oh yeah, Monster Hunter Rise expansion. So yeah, so I think a lot of people in our group, on our Discord especially, uh, are, are all Monster Hunter players. So we are all, you know, waiting with bated breath for Monster Hunter, um, the, the, the Sunbreak expansion. And I do think that that's going to bring a lot of people back to Monster Hunter. I know I will be playing it again. Um, and again, it's not that I that I disliked Rise. It was just you reach a saturation point in any game you play, um, and sometimes you're able to get over that saturation point and continue on, and sometimes you're not. And there's no right or wrong way, you know, to play a game if if that happens for you. It's just you know um, that's why I think sometimes these these expansions can be a good thing um, if they are if they are moderately priced and they don't try to gouge their consumers um but i'm actually excited and it's one of the games that i am uh straight up looking forward to uh when it comes out and ren said a lot of games that i think uh both all three of us are are really looking forward to myself personally uh the games that i'm looking forward to is uh triangle strategy i think it looks like a uh a a return to um, Octopath Traveler. I really like those 2D um, RPGs, and I really think that that's going to be a really strong game um, for those to, to kind of pull back on that 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 2D classic RPG um, style. I'm really looking yeah. forward to uh, a lot of, a lot of people are looking for a Final Fantasy Tactics type, you know, yeah. game where you know. I don't think a lot of strategy RPGs have scratched that specific itch. They've gone more of the Disgaea route versus yeah. the yeah. Uh, classic Final Fantasy tactics. So yeah, and I'm definitely looking forward to Bayonetta three and and her sister uh, Project Eve. <laughs> I do believe that those games are cut from the same cloth. I do think that, uh, and I'm just I'm just gonna put it out there, and y'all can hate me, boo me, or whatever. But I think some people in this room. Are gonna are going to agree with me, but I think that uh, Project Eve just looks a little bit better than Bayonetta. Like I I I don't know I, I don't know how that's possible, but I'm thinking you know Bayonetta uh, was trying is trying to do something new that separates them from the pack, and while I think that that's fine, some people just want that that classic gameplay, and, and I think that um, Project Eve will bring that. Uh, what people really, really want, what they really, really want 
um, from that from that from that game. And I, I wanted to you know put that to Kevin. Is what do you think between the two of these? Um, and I, I know I know we, we try not to be super critical about this stuff, but I I just know you, and I just have a feeling that you're kind of like you know given given what we saw of Bayonetta, you know, versus Project Eve. So what are your thoughts? I would not argue with you on that mm. point at all. It, there you go. If I have to, if I have to measure my excitement between those two games. Uh, Project Eve is the is the has the bigger share of it. It it, yeah. it just does. It, I I'm I'm sure Bayonetta three is going to be perfectly fine. Um, I also heard something interesting. There are some on uh, a Nintendo centric podcast that they're saying that the character that we saw was not Bayonetta. Oh no! They they went like in depth and like deep 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 in the cut of the Bayonetta lore and they're they're convinced that that is like her daughter or or a younger version of her because there was some there was some time travel shenanigans that took place in the second game and I want to say in the first game it's been a while since I finished and completed the first one but definitely I remember some time travel shenanigans in the second game and there is a, a they're of the opinion that that is either her that most likely is Bayonetta's daughter <laughs> instead oh, <wow>. of, <laughs> instead of Bayonetta herself. So uh, okay. interesting take on that. But I am with you 100 percent. I'm in agreement with you 100 percent. I'm 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 excited for both. I'll be buying both. But Project Eve uh, kind of scratches that Bayonetta itch just from the visual appearance of the gameplay that I most want from that type of game uh, than Bayonetta does. I think Bayonetta's trying to do something interesting and different with the the kaiju stages that they're going to do, but you know, we'll see how all that turns out, but yeah. I, I'm more hyped for Eve, for sure. Yeah, if it, be, if it becomes too gimmicky, I think a lot of people are going to check out um, from it because it 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 is the third issue in a in in this franchise, and I think or third issue. <laughs> my comic book speak. It is the third <laughs> game in this in this franchise, and so I think people have have a, an expectation that they kind of have to meet for it to be uh, good. Do you want to add anything, Joe? Uh, I just kind of feel uh, I think you know they're not they're never going to go out right and say it, but like the whole thing with platinum, like we want to show you, but we can't. Uh, stuff right before the Bayonetta 3 stuff dropped is that I'm I'm kind of curious if Nintendo's interfered with the development of the game or if they let Platinum kind of do their own thing to get this out. You know, I know uh, one thing to keep in consideration too is that they have a new director on this game. They have like someone that has been with Platinum for quite a bit of time, but uh, um you know that the usual guy um trying to think of his name uh, it's not shim shim shime mikami mikami is the guy that went over to bethesda on there so but uh that they have a different director on this game you know and so i'm just kind of curious how it's going to turn out you know it's been in the oven for quite a bit of time and so it's just uh you know, Platinum hasn't been running on all cylinders as of late. You know, you got to look at the 
Scalebound cancellation, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, you know, not being all that great. So I'm just kind of curious what they're producing, you know, so. Yeah, I mean, I think it, again, I think it's one of those wait and see kind of situations right now. But, but again, I think those two are duking it out. Um, another game that I think is really, really looks really good is uh, Kirby and the Forgotten Land. I know I said that it sounded like a terrible um a terrible terrible title or just lackluster title but i'm looking forward to it um another game is voice of cards the isle dragon roars i know people are like what but it's a it's a it's a square enix uh card based rpg and i was really not sold on it until i actually watched one of my one of the streamers that i watch i watched him play it and it's actually like hand of but everything is done with cards and it has a really cool narrator that just kind of is there and and he's like i I can't explain it like his his narration is really really kind of cool so i'm actually excited for it so i i think people should really watch the gameplay it is turn-based as all hell and you move a like the whole landscape is made out of cards and it's all turned over and when you place your your little icon your mini or whatever it's called on it the squares all adjacent squares that are touching the card flips over and you it's all random attacks it's all it's i don't know it just i, I it's the demo the demo is out on steam if you want to check it out which i i highly suggest that you should because you might actually uh you might actually like it or want to give it a shot um, because I'm like, okay, let's see how this is. So I don't know. Um, Joe, do you have any thoughts about it? As far as the Isle of Cards, I have not tried the demo yet. I mean, and so I wasn't sure if you were going to or not. That's one of the things. Uh, I I downloaded it on the PlayStation, but now that I have the OLED switch, I might check out the demo there. I mean, uh, I don't know if it interests you, Kevin, and all. I know card games are usually not your bag, but uh, uh, Yoko Taro is the one that's like leading the development of this guy that did Nier. And, you know, obviously you're not going to get the same Nier combat. You are not. <laughs> yeah. It is nothing like Nier. <laughs> I know. Like- Nier, is, Nier is a collaborative effort between Yoko Taro and uh, Platinum on there. So. But yeah, uh, I'll be interested to check out the demo. I know it's going to be out later this month on there. So the 28th is when it's coming out and I am here for it. I think I'm actually going to I'm, I'm liking it. I think I'm going to pick it up um, and play it. I, I can't imagine it being a full price game. I will be very sad if it's a full price game, <laughs> given what you're getting. But uh, if it is, I might have to wait for a sale just because like it doesn't strike me as one of those games that should be that expensive. I'm sorry. It just doesn't, you know, because, and, and you have to understand, and, and I'm going to say this out here. I'm going to put this out there, but I want people to understand that that doesn't make it sound bad or not, but it really was uh, originally uh, thought uh, developed for mobile, but before they said, no, 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 we want to put it out um, on the system. And so they gave them, I think they gave them a bigger budget or, or, or used it to make it better. So it's uh, 30 bucks. So. Oh, see, perfect, perfect, perfect price for a game like this, given what you're getting. So, yeah, so I, it's uh, up for I'm, a pre-order on Steam right now. So, yeah, yeah, I'm probably going to end up getting it. Um, 
Uh, another game is Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, we talked about that before. Again, I really wish it wasn't Star Lord, but I probably will be end up picking it up because I, you know, I'm a comic book fan. Actually, all of the Marvel games, uh, I'm really excited for. Um, uh, Midnight Suns, uh, Spider Man's uh, Spider Man Two. I think that's going to be great. As well as uh, Wolverine, um, I'm I am tempering my expectations for Wolverine only because I don't know if they're going how 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 visceral and how uh, berserker like they're going to allow my boy Wolverine to be. Um, and it's kind of what what Kevin was bringing up before about the uh, the whole the whole thing with the with with uh, Jedi Fallen Order um, is like you can't tell me that you're not going to let like the berserker get bloody and stuff. So I'm really hoping that, you know, Disney and, and allows Insomniac to to do what they need to do with this game. Um so I'm really hopeful that we don't get some watered down, you know, crystal light Kool-Aid Wolverine. I I, I can't take it, Joe. I I, I, I can't take it. Really, I just can't. I just can't take it. You know, I really hope that he's not this, you know, sugar-free Wolverine. I just can't do it. So, Kev, what are your well, thoughts about the Marvel? Oh, sorry, you're gonna say something, Joe? Oh, I, I was gonna reference the Wolverine games from like Activision, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I need I need to see blood. You know, they they got this budget. Let's 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 have some blood. But Kev, what are your thoughts on the Marvel games? Well, I'm definitely excited for Spider-Man Two and for Wolverine cautiously for Wolverine for the same reasons you just uh, stated if it can't if if they can't let Wolverine be Wolverine I don't want to see him you know uh Disney-fied and when mm -hmm. I say Disney-fied I'm not saying that it, that it's not going to be you know not necessarily interesting combat but I mean dude pokes people with spikes in his hands yeah he, he delimbs people he delimbs people in the comic book. I mean, it what what he does is not very he's the very best at what he does, and what he does is not very not very nice, right? Yeah. So if they're going to let him, if they're going to be true to the character, uh, I'm gonna need to see some 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 limbs and heads flying. I'm gonna need some need to see some blood spilled in the context of a well-crafted narrative story and the graphics prowess that we know that uh insomniac is capable of so 100 agree all those three things need to be present spider-man 2 i'm not worried about at all no no not, not even at all i'm just i'm I'm just i just can't wait like i'm just mm -hmm. give this to me now so yeah. uh joe do you have any comments on the marvel on the marvel stuff i mean are, are, are you are you excited for any of them you 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 slathering at the mouth like me uh, you know, I'm eager to see what they are. I mean, I hate to say it, but like, you know, both Spider-Man games are in my backlog still. I'm eager to see how well Spider-Man 2 does. Wolverine, I'm not so excited about just for the simple fact it's probably not going to be out until 2024, 2023. At exactly. The, like, kind of got to wait. At the so, you know, it's like if I'm going to get excited for that, I mean, it's like, God, <laughs> I'm going to wait to see how, how the game kind of comes about and see how it's looking uh if it's rated t for teen then you know it's just not done right so <laughs> i could tell you that right <laughs> it's gotta be mature huh 
Uh, yeah, I, th- I think if they could have Kratos do what does what he does, uh, they could have you know Logan do what, do Wolverine correct. So yeah, yeah, but Kratos is not saddled by Disney, and that's that is the issue. 100%. Yeah, I know. Yeah, Kevin is one hundred percent right. Um, so uh, for spoken. Looks pretty good. I think that's going to be to be an interesting game. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, Tiny Tina's Wonderland. I'm cautiously happy for it. It might be the one game that really um, that I finish out of the Borderlands franchise. Um, here's hoping. Again, that's because I just don't really. Um, I I don't know. I like I like Borderlands, but. Yeah. Uh, I like it too, but um, I am not going to be buying that game day one. Sorry. I have Borderlands con- 3 content to get to. I mean, Borderlands, wow. Borderlands 3 is sitting at, like, you know, uh, a local discounter at five below. Uh, it's five below because it's sitting there available for $5. So it's like, damn. <laughs> yeah. Um, I could get to my backlog. I could play more Borderlands 3 if I want to. So it was like, no, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> and you're Granted, not really into it or are you are you uh are you Kev? i am i like i enjoy borderlands but you're gonna sway me if you buy it day day one because i'll probably pick it up day one. are you gonna are you gonna do it joe i mean kev uh i'll probably check it out but it's gonna be one of them black friday deals it's yeah i figured which is I fine just, you know? wait, i mean i i did not like i was not appealed to by any of the borderlands games and the only reason I'm kind of feeling this one is because you're fighting dragons instead of other dudes with guns. Yeah, crazy so, and stuff. Yeah. yeah, so that's really the only reason I'm kind of interested in it. But I just don't feel the need to spend to to pay full price for it. I'll I'll, oh, yeah. I'll wait and see if it comes out at a at a Black Friday discount and pick it up then. You might even want to scoot over to Five Below, and if you haven't played Borderlands Three yet. Kev, pick it up for five bucks. So, yeah, I mean, five I, bucks isn't I mean, that it's, bad. It's not bad, but I know I'm not going to play it because I don't care about Borderlands. So it, it would just be, it would just be sitting in my, sitting in my backlog, and and because my backlog consists of games that I want to play. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, it, it, Borderlands would not would not qualify even at five bucks. It, it would just be. It, I could just say, oh, I filled out my my disc case with Borderlands, and it's in there, <laughs> never to be played. So. <laughs> I mean, he's real though. I mean, <laughs> like I can't. Uh, I, can't I thought maybe it'd you. be a game we we could coalesce around as a group. No. I couldn't get y'all yeah. to coalesce about around Monster Hunter Rise. I ain't gonna, you know, I'm the only one who finished the game. That's true. That is true. <laughs> We did leave Kev a little in the lurch, Joe. We did do that. I'm going back to Rise. In fact, uh, John BT was telling me he went back to it and he was like having all sorts of difficulties. So, yeah, we might have to, I mean, I, have to rectify that. I got the I got credits, man, but I think credits is like four hours or whatever. But uh, <laughs> yeah, we might need to go back to that, dude. Yes, we might need to. So, um, alrighty. So uh, the last one that's on my list of uh, is. Uh, Knights of the Old Republic, the remake. I am going to get it day one. I spent way too much uh, time on that game. Uh, it's kind of crazy how much time I spent on that game. 
uh, missed work for that game. So, um, so yeah, I will be visiting that. Um, but since I am an older version of me, I will not be going super crazy with it. And I will have to, you know, hold myself accountable to continue my schoolwork the way I'm not missing assignments and going MIA for like hours and hours and hours because I just got to finish this and play this game. So no, I will not be doing that. You have my word. I will not be doing that. I refuse. I refuse. So, uh, so Kev, what are some of the games that, that are, that's on your list that you're, uh, that you're, uh, anticipating? Okay. So I'm going to mention some games that I saw at the, uh, Tokyo game show, uh, various streams for that over several days. Uh, the dynasty warriors, uh, what is that? Empires nine. I, it was advertised as eight, but I guess they're like, we're like a one ahead of them for some reason. Yeah. The first dynasty warriors that came out here was a fighting game that wasn't called dynasty warriors in Japan. So that's the reason why the, um, West is like one ahead because of that reason. So. Okay. Interesting. And uh, that looks really good. And, I'm a I am a a, a fan of the um, of that style of game, and that style of game has that style has been done better by like non Dynasty Warriors titles. <laughs> ironically, you know the uh, uh, Calamity, uh, uh, the Zelda Calamity game being one of them, uh, the Fist of the North Star being another one of them you know it, and it maybe it has to do with the licenses involved uh but i think other games have just really kind of uh captured that uh that um that style of the you know one versus a million you know one million troops uh gameplay style at these types of games that that i think dynasty warriors was the one that that came up with that with that style. So, but I'm looking forward to it. I like that, you know, they're changing some functionality with that a uh, little bit more. Uh, you have to plan a little bit more uh, strategically, some a little strategery involved. Although I'm pretty sure you could just kill everybody as long as you do it within a, <laughs> within, within the time frame to can keep the morale up. Uh, I think probably. it probably still work. Uh, yeah, probably. You played some Empires games, right, Des? I mean, is there a lot of strategy oh, yeah. involved for Kev? I mean, to kind of have to uh, go through. Yeah, I mean, there there can be depending on how you play it. Um, if you play, if you create your own character and play your own, uh, and play your own mission as an open mission, then yeah, um, I like I really enjoyed the cutscenes, uh, because it's uh they give you a little bit of information about what's going on, and then you can make your own decisions on certain things. So that's kind of cool. Um. Yeah, because you are moving troops around like a board, like kind of like a strategy RPG too, Kev. So. Yeah, mm, but yeah, it's but so. it's all it's all like you know, um, it's all super um, actiony, you know. And, yeah. and sometimes you have to you have to make you have to kind of talk about like you know, oh, what are we going to do this season? Are we going to recruit this guy? You can recruit people that are fallen officers. You can destroy folks. I mean, it's it, it can you could really get into the minutia of like running your kingdom. And, and that's, that's what I found enjoyable was, um, you know, going on these missions with your and running and, and, and rolling out there with your, with your people and straight up just murking people. So it's a lot of fun. Mm. 
Yeah, but but from what at least the way they were showing it, if you just you know moosoed the hell out of everybody, you could probably still get the get the get the objectives completed. Oh yeah, you can. That's, that's <laughs> so that's that's what I'm looking at. I yeah. I I it's I think it's cool game. to have that that strategy involved. So maybe you can get through some of the levels a little bit more efficiently but you know i when i play these musos i just want to just slay everybody and everything and so it is a, <laughs> a full-on muso game i think the one best thing about it is the fact that you can create your own character and but all the characters use the same kind of like movement models from the other from the other main characters so if you really like like lubu and how he and how he moves and his weapons you can play your fighting style can't be his style and his movement and that's what's really kind of cool about it but you can make him look however you want um, that's that's cool. why I about it. Cow cow for life, son. <laughs> <laughs> so another one I saw was Earth Defense Force 6. Uh, they showcased the, um, I forget what the, the class is that, that calls in the equipment, the range, not the ranger, but the, anyway, that class that calls in the tanks and the stuff. Well, they're giving him drones now. Oh, and wow. the drones are super dope. Like you can call in, you can you can have multiple drones doing multiple things. You can have like there's like a group of four that can send out just just rain a, a bunch of bullets down, and then you have another set of drones that will drop a uh, high impact explosive. So they were showing how that worked, and you can get once you get you know the bugs and whatever it is you're fighting in in like a group. You can lay down these uh, bombing runs in combination with the drones that just just annihilate at least in in what they show just an, annihilate all kinds of insects so you know they showed them they were effective against the giant frogs <laughs> which they're calling what are they what is the name that the, the, herbies or something they're calling them humans or something it's it's weird you know they they have you know the like they have the hectors with those big long you know spindly leg robots and they're they're calling these giant frogs something what they're it's what they're not they're human like or you know, there was something it, it might calling have been them something. <laughs> <laughs> there was something lost because i was looking at the english translations of these uh of these videos but but earth to earth, earth defense force six looks fantastic another game that they showed they showed a gameplay trailer didn't really go in depth and at least i was not able to find any videos of it was gungrave gore uh this is a, I'm going to call it a remake of a game that I remember playing on PS3. Either PS3 or PS2, I can't recall. But uh, PS2, PS2. It, yeah, it is a, um, you're this dude, it's kind of like, uh, it's kind of like if, anim if an anime company made The Punisher. That's probably what this guy is. He's undead. He travels around with this giant casket on his back and he has these two hand cannons that never run out of bullets. And he was killed by uh, Yakuza, and he's out for revenge. <laughs> he seems to be working with some type of group that, if I'm remembering from the PS2 game, that, that basically keep him from rotting away. So they give him some chemicals that keep him from his flesh from rotting away completely. So he's like this unde undead assassin getting revenge for being betrayed, and you just kill just tons of people and tons of mech like enemies and it, it's really good and this update that they had looks just as fantastic 
Um, you play as other characters other uh, out other than uh, Gungrave himself. So there was like this dude who kind of looked like he was straight out of uh, of uh, a Yakuza game, and dude is bouncing out with Glocks <laughs> doing this uh, gun foo that is just absolutely ridiculous. And uh, yeah, I'm I'm there for that type of gameplay all day. So definitely looking forward to that one. River City Girls two. Obviously, I was a super fan of the first one. Uh, looks like you're going to be playing as more characters, uh, different characters this time around, which is also cool. Uh, and there was this Kunio Kun game. I don't, I never did figure out what the title of it was supposed to be, but it looks like it takes place in the Edo era. And you run around, and you can pick up weapons, or you can just go bare knuckles. And it's it's in the same, it's in the style of the traditional Kunio Kun games. And that looks fun as all get out. Uh, so those, and of course, uh, Kirby's Dreamland, and a lot of the the same games that were already mentioned. But uh, those are the ones that I'm looking forward to. Yeah, uh, that, that that game's called Kunio Kun's Three Kingdoms. Three so. Kingdoms, okay. Yeah. Wow. Um, so Joe, last up, my friend, what are some of the games that haven't been mentioned that you are excited excited for? Uh, Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak, I'll mention that. Um, I'm pretty damn excited to play that, and I'm not sure if I'll play on the Switch or on the PC. Depends if there is a save transfer option, possibly, so we'll see. Uh, Forspoken looks pretty dope on there. Uh, Luminous Productions, of course, and the Final Fantasy XV hype. Then from there, so we'll have to see how well that game uh kind of launches out from there uh kirby and the forgotten land of course looks great uh dynasty warriors 9 empires will be out on february 15th and i can't wait to kind of dig my paws into that uh another game that was shown that's not been announced for the u.s yet uh was dragon quest 10 offline on there which they finally showed like screenshots and they have a release date in japan uh february uh, 2022 on there and it's going to be out for everything under the sun switch playstation um pc i'm not sure if it's coming out on xbox and it might throw throw them a bone uh this time around um but uh EDF6, like Kevin mentioned previously, uh, obviously can't wait for that. Um, and then God of War Ragnarok. And last but not least, Shin Megami, Shin Megami Tensai 5, which will be out literally within like the next three weeks, four weeks on there. So I know that they showed it briefly on the Nintendo Direct. But uh, like those are the games I'm keeping an eye on. We'll see. We'll see what happens with that Dragon Quest 10, Des. I know that... Uh, that's a game you've always wanted to play, but never we had never opportunity to do so because it's an online game in Japan. So well, hopefully Nintendo will get off their asses and bring it. So it's up to Square Enix because it's not really <sighs> a Nintendo thing. In fact, there's ways I looked up online for people to sign on and to be able to uh, create an account and still try to play that game. So if you really wanted to play in Japanese, but I think it loses its kind of you know wherewithal if you're just uh, playing it in nothing but moon language unfortunately so cool cool all right everybody so thank you everybody who took the time to uh comment and share about this question 
Um, we have a lot of games uh, coming out in, in the near future, and so I'm super excited. And this is all just the big games. There's no telling what other really cool indies are coming out. So keep your eyes peeled here. Or pre- sorry, keep your ears locked here, and uh, we'll definitely be talking about more of this. So um, our next question is, now that we are almost two years you know, you know, know, into this you know, new COVID life, how has your gaming changed uh, due to COVID? Have you started playing more games, less games? Have you bought more games? Um, are you like tired of games? Um, is your partner tired of you playing games all the time because you can't go outside anymore? I mean, I mean now that we're, that's that's changing. I know that that's changing right now, but I'd love to see like how people have how people's lives have changed. Um, because I know that I personally have, have started, um, this little preview. I've been playing games a lot more and I've really been enjoying it. So, um, so yeah, it doesn't have to be super long, but, but let us know, um, how your, how your play style or how your, 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 your game consumption has changed, uh, in, in the past year, two years, a year and a half. So, um, nothing too deep just wanted you know see how how everyone's you know how, how people are doing and changing and stuff so just check it in with our with our listener base so please feel free to share um and that's it so i will turn it back to kevin all right and that was good shout out to everybody who participated uh with our as always with our main event uh, we'll be shouting y'all out towards the end of the show but our next topic on our docket is going to be the news. So Trader Joe, you got the mic. Alrighty. Okay. Well, first thing on today's news docket has to do with a gentleman named Jim Ryan. Jim Ryan, the president of Sony Computer. Lion Ryan. Sony wow. Interactive <laughs> Entertainment uh, is in an interview with. Uh, Game Industry Biz, they had a uh, fireside chat, and they were talking about the business a bit. And, uh, of course, you know, he's, you know, dropping some bombs in this interview and talking about what he personally feels about things. And so um, these are some of these quotes, because they were talking about as far as the reach of PlayStation, as far as the game titles on here and this is some quotes from him uh from that interview uh he stated that i hope that playstation 5 and i really believe that the playstation 5 will be sony's biggest and best and most loved playstation yet i hope that will happen um i also would like to see a world where the games that we make at playstation can be enjoyed by many tens of millions of people perhaps hundreds of millions of people Right now, success with the current console model, a really great PlayStation hit. You're talking 10 or 20 million people being able to play that game. Uh, We're talking about games stacking up against music. We're talking about games stacking up against movies. Music and movies that can be enjoyed by almost limited audiences. And I think some of the art that our studios are making are some of the finest entertainment that has been made anywhere in the world. And to kind of gate the audience for that wonderful art, wonderful entertainment that our studios are making to get the audience for that at 20 to 30 million frustrates me. I would like to see a world where hundreds of millions of people can't enjoy these games on there. So yeah, that's a statement and talking about that, um, obviously got 
the fire's stirring on here as far as the reach of PlayStation on there. You know, it's it's a whole new world. <laughs> Cue that sound clip right there <laughs> on here. But of course, this stoked a lot of fears from some PlayStation fans, probably uh, one or two here on this show that uh they're they're going for the the big salami and they're they're looking for that outreach on here and you know whether you know playstation can stay content with their 20 to 30 million audience which is quite substantial quite profitable and a great business model for them or whether they need to have everyone playing their games you know every every mom down at the at the grocery store talking about the next hottest PlayStation bomb <laughs> or, you know, your grandma is going to be talking about like, Oh, that Kratos. Oh, <laughs> on here. Um, I, I think it's an, it's an overreach on his part. I know this is the same um, bone that Phil Spencer and Xbox are trying to go for, you know, but uh, I, you know, I don't think it's realistic to expect hardcore gamers hardcore gaming to um you know be appreciable for that amount of people i mean it'd be great but you know it's a point that uh you know whether you're gonna water down your product to uh kind of fulfill those uh, audience requirements that you want to reach those many people you know well we'll have to see what this great initiative is i know they're making a lot of plays to make tv shows and movies and whatnot as well and to me i don't really i, I just want them to continue to do what they're doing because they're very good at what they're doing right now and so i know kevin you want to probably state and talk about your take on this so what what's your uh, great words about this are, are you getting getting ready to order a a juicy steak off the Ruth Chris menu. Are you planning your steak right now as we speak? <laughs> uh, yeah, but it probably won't be Ruth Chris because I, gosh, that was the dining experience I had for my anniversary was probably the worst I've ever had at any restaurant Ooh. at any level at any time. <laughs> I'll have to tell you all offline about that. But uh, yeah, Jim, you can't have it both ways, Jimmy. Uh, you can't have the PlayStation be the most successful, you know, PlayStation 5 be the most successful console and go after the this mytho, this mythological 100, 103, 150 million, billion, trillion people out there. It, it's just not going to happen. So you either want to, if you either want to sell games to 100 plus million people or you want to make the PlayStation 5 the most successful console in, in Sony's history. I don't think the two can coexist, and here's why. We've already seen that with the Xbox. We've been seeing it since, since Game Pass was announced, since Game Pass went to PC, since, and even before then, once they announced their Play Anywhere initiative, where all of their exclusives went to PC. When that happened, whatever momentum Xbox was building on console sales just hit the just went through the floor. It did. I mean, it, it. That's why they don't talk about their console sales numbers. That's why they don't talk about units sold of software related to their consoles. All that. So, you know, it 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 is what it is. I am. 
I am disenfranchised with PC gaming based off how these GPU companies have reacted in the face of this pandemic, uh, not not in, not related to the chip shortage. Uh, I feel I believe, and I've I've seen videos from people more far more knowledgeable on the subject than I am about how Nvidia and uh, to uh, also a certain extent um, uh, AMD are gouging the prices of these cards themselves, which in turn makes the retail prices go up, which in turn makes the scalpers prices go up. So I'm kind of I'm kind of done with PC gaming at this point. Um, I'm probably going to be a console for life dude. So when PlayStation eventually does go day and date on PC, I will probably still be in the console space more than more more than likely. But if he thinks he's going to he's going to make uh, he's going to make the PlayStation Five uh, eclipse the the PlayStation Two in unit sales while bringing their first party games uh, day and date to PC or to mobile or whatever else they have in mind, then he's fooling himself because you're you've just basically told people, uh, hey. You don't need to buy the hardware. You just just get the PC and you'll be able to play the exact same games. And, you know, Xbox is already doing that. So then people can just would just be able to say, hey, I can just invest that 500 bucks. I was four to five hundred dollars I was going to spend on your console and put it toward my put it toward my PC, which for a lot of these people is their preferred place to play do they do their videos their, their uploads and everything else on their pc as it is anyway um yeah i think you i think you i think you're shooting yourself in the foot so it's got to be one or the other in, in my opinion but then again i'm not running a multi-billion dollar business so obviously i'm i'm assuming he's seeing some data that uh that i am not uh, as for me personally, I'm still going to be in the I'm still going to be in the in the console arena from here on out. But I don't think he's going. They're going to reach the sales plateaus or the sale the the, the sales heights that they want for the PS5 if they do this play anywhere initiative. It, it's just not going to flow. It's not going to flow. Any, any thoughts, Desmond, on this topic? I mean, nah, <laughs> nah. Although I have to agree with Kev, um, I got my PC and I'm playing it. I play it. I play it like seldomly now. Um, I just, I'm a console guy, <laughs> and I'll be, and I'll probably stay a console guy until the day I die. Um, but I have been enjoying my PC. But, but until these, um, these PC prices and stuff like that get get better or something breaks. I won't be getting um, another PC or doing any kind of upgrades upgrades uh, in the near future. Yeah, my PC right now I've discovered I can't upgrade to Windows 11, so it's like, mm. you know, my it's everything is good except uh, my uh, CPU is too old. So, you know, I think I have an appropriate GPU for it, but uh, but we'll see. I just hope. You know, this initiative and, you know, them wanting to take a bigger bite out of the apple. And, you know, it's nice to want things, you know. But, yeah. yeah. You know, I, the, 
I think it's kind of funny too, real quick, is that uh, Sean Layden did an interview uh, with What's Up PlayStation on YouTube. Uh, Shout out to those guys. They're an independent show. Uh, and they were able to land, uh, you know, Sean Layden on on their po- on their YouTube channel. That you know, shout out to those get sh- shout out to those cats for getting that. And it was funny, like he was talking about how uh, like he doesn't foresee a day and date uh, for PlayStation uh, titles to release on PC. Doesn't foresee a um, a service in which PlayStation. Station would release their first party games on a service. It, it's just not uh, feasible for the for the for the business model they have for their for their big budget, you know, AAA games. And then here comes Ryan's like, nah, forget what Sean talking about. <laughs> we 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 going PC baby. Is that's basically Woo-hoo. that's basically what he's saying. Yeah. You got you, you got some fine wine, and here comes Jim Ryan with the damn hose. I'm gonna dilute this so everyone can take a drink. Yeah. <laughs> so that's how I kind of feel. I just I just hope they don't lose the plot by pursuing these, you know, 100 million gamers. You know, in the meantime, you know, but we'll see. It's weird. The Nintendo Wii. The Nintendo Wii put everybody it's like it it injected this because it was this lightning in a bottle situation you had great grandma in the retirement home playing uh, Wii sports and it was just this ridiculously you know mainstream product and ever since that happened Sony and Microsoft has been chasing this carrot and finding different ways to try and catch that carrot. And it's like, you know, this is just one of those things that happened. You know, it's just one of those things that happened. And it's on one of those things that only Nintendo would be able to to do. Microsoft and and Sony, for for them to try and say, well, we need to get more money, get more money, get more money. It's like, look, Particularly with PlayStation, you have first-party titles that are selling 15, 20, 30 million copies on one platform. That's that's ridiculous. That's that's insane. And it's like I don't see how that how that is bad. You know, I I don't see how that well. You know, but but oh man, we want to get a hundred and a hundred and five. A hundred more million people to play whatever game it is, and it's like, well, yeah, you can, but then your hardware—you don't have a a computer OS to fall back on to farm out your services to businesses to, like Microsoft does. You don't have that. You're a hardware company. You need you make money by putting boxes in houses. And you make more money by people buying games for those boxes that are in their houses. So I, you know, again, I don't know. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Next news article is about something that we've talked about before on this show, and we just left shaking our heads. So Square Enix uh, and Crystal Dynamics. This is a game that we have talked about ad nauseum on the show. Uh, a game that we were excited to play at one point, but obviously did not play and went back and forth uh, 
this is Marvel's Avengers. So um, if you didn't know, Marvel's Avengers was recently added to Xbox Games Pass like about a couple of weeks ago on there. And there has been a lot of like uh, back and forth and then more flip-flops and flip-flops have flip-flops. <laughs> wow. As far as, uh, you know, uh, they quoted prior stating that prior to launching this game that they promised just to sell cosmetics only on here. But obviously now with the recent update to the game store, somebody gets a memo. Yep. They started selling XP boosters. So this happened after they significantly slowed the amount of progress that you can make within the game and slowed the progression down and the amount of XP that you could actually earn. So there was a nerf back in March on there and they basically were saying back in March that uh that it was a point that uh, they wanted their players to enjoy the game longer meaning that they don't want to increase grind for grind's sake on here that they wanted to make sure that you felt the level once you reach the next level well guess what now they're selling tokens for monetary value, money you pay them, you could try to level up quicker. So obviously, <laughs> that's some it's, shit. That's the fast thinking right there. Yeah, you know, we want you to experience our game better or, or more. You know that 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 viscera of or visceral like feeling that you get when leveling up, and you have to stay that level and understand what that means. You know, we're going to do that because you love playing our game so much that we want you to experience it more. Okay. I'm like, okay. <laughs> but then they go back and say, however, we know that the game can be a little much, you know, but we, that's why we're giving you this opportunity. Enjoy. We care about well, you so much. Enjoy. Now that a lot of that's people shit. were like, you know, playing this game on Games Pass and they had their audience that they wanted. Uh, obviously, they flipped the switch and flip-flopped. And there's a lot of bark back about this uh, in the uh, Marvel's Avengers subreddit on Reddit. They basically have stated, uh, one fan says that the uh, Crystal Dynamics and Square Enix, quote-unquote, have destroyed player trust. Another player said today's update is dot, 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 wrong. <laughs> Uh, the statement that I was saying, for the first time since this game launched, I no longer want to support it. I spent some serious cash in cosmetics because I love the gameplay and the heroes, and also the events and the expansions have been fun, so I didn't have a problem supporting devs because they're incredibly talented and the actual product is good. Well, I don't know about that, but... Hey, uh, <laughs> Yes. Uh, but this game doesn't have the luxury to do this when there's so much to be fixed, so much. They've been planning this for some time using resources that would have been better used in other parts of the game, and above all, they've been lying to us. I feel like they've been... We've all been scammed in some way. As of right now, I've paid over a thousand credits to use Spider-Man, and I'll play every DLC they release because I pay for it already. But I will not sp be spending any more money on this game. So, so you know, a lot, a lot of people commenting. You know, um, you Sad. know, they were over overwhelmed about how quickly they were leveling, and now they're going to sell a XP boost for you to level now. So. Yeah, I, I won't be playing this game again. 
Uh, uh, you have to take a stand at this shit. So no, I'm. I know I already played the game, and I don't like. I haven't bought anything else from it or, or anything. But at the same time, it's like no, 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 no. I, I, no. It's not. It's just not worth it. It's just no. Sorry. Uh, not even sorry. It's just can't do it. Yeah, the Spider-Man arrival for PlayStation is coming fall and winter, and they're also working on um, a raid. They actually have a raid being in the works. So. No, okay. I will not be playing it. Sorry, not sorry. Now I'll be trading my copy in as well. So, yeah. how about Kev? Any, any thoughts, Kev? Other than I knew this, that's <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>, pretty much. <laughs> I told oh, you so. Oh. I'm trying. I try. I wanted to help. I wanted to help, but no. No, no, no. Bye bye, Avengers. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. Next news story to talk about. Uh, we talked about before in a previous episode, but uh, Rockstar has finally confirmed that yes, indeed, uh, Grand Theft Auto Trilogy is official and launching later this year. We don't have an actual date yet, but. Uh, there's going to be remasters of GTA 3, uh, GTA Vice City, and uh, GTA San Andreas on there. So, And it's coming out for PlayStation, Xbox, PC, and Switch on there. Um, and they basically stated that uh, they'll give more information uh, later, probably in the next week or two, uh, at some point later this year. There's also going to be iOS and Android launch due in the second half of 2022 as well. On there, uh, they're promising cross-the-board upgrades for all three games as part of the new release. They're kind of being coy on specifics. They have graphical improvements and modern gameplay enhancements by still maintaining the classic look and feel of the originals on here. So. And they are going to be removing GTA 3, Vice City, and San Andreas uh, from digital retailers on PC and consoles this upcoming week. So if you want to play the original games in their original glory, go ahead and try to purchase them on here. So I did see on Twitter, even though it's not confirmed, there was no suggested retail price yet. But uh, I saw someone post that this might actually be a full price $69.99 release on that so what are you guys opinion if this thing comes in at 69.99 i think they should come in at a uh cheaper price point at least i hope they do so i'll get it on a sale i i would hope that they would come in at, at a lower price point but i'll probably buy them just to buy it regardless because those three gta my gaming world stopped for play on PlayStation 2 when those games came out. Oh, I mean, I didn't play anything else other than Grand Theft, GTA 3, San Andreas, and Vice City. When those games came out, I played, literally, I didn't play anything until I finished those games. I think they're the best that series has ever been. Uh, I did not care for Grand Theft Auto 4. Grand Theft Auto 5 was was fun. It was cool. I, I dug it. But none of those those more recent games since uh since 3 have I mean uh since uh, Vice since San Andreas have been as fun. They have not been as fun. 
five, you know, they, they've been interesting. They've been cool. They've been good. But I don't know. There is just there was something about those three games that just captivated my attention. Uh, you know, I, I don't know. I don't and I, I don't know exactly what that is, but those games were just so much fun. Uh, so they're going to get my money either way. Uh, I, if I wait for a sale or it's a full price game, they're going to get my money either way. Uh, so, <laughs> but yeah, I do agree. I, it, it, I hope it is not a full price game, but it probably will be. Yeah. I'll, I'll have to see as far as the price. Uh, hopefully it's affordable, but, uh, I never played San Andreas. I finished both GTA three and also Vice City. So. Am I owe it to myself to, you know, play San Andreas in the super the greatest mode or even like, you know, see what changes are made in this expansion, you know, this remaster um, collection to see on there. So I'll definitely keep my eyes and ears out and see. So, you know, knowing me, I'll try to try to find a good trade and deal or something that way. Probably. I go ahead and grab it. You know, this, this has a writings of a possible good Black Friday deal too, depending. So. We'll see. Rockstar's been kind of stingy with discounting at launch, so 2K and all that stuff. So, all right. Next story to talk about, just to briefly kind of mention, is uh, Pokemon, uh, the uh, supposedly open world game Pokemon Legend Arceus. Is that how you say the character's name, Des? I think it's Ar- Arceus or Ar- Arceus. Yeah. Okay. You're probably okay. right. Yeah, but there's been a lot of questions as far as the structure of the game, and they have uh, uh, basically responded to Kotaku. The Pokemon company described the upcoming Nintendo Switch exclusives gameplay loop. They said in Pokemon Legends uh, Arceus, uh, Jubilife Village will serve as the base for surveying missions after receiving an assignment or request and preparing for the next excursion. Players will set out from the village to study one of the various open areas of the Haisu region. Uh, after they finish their survey work, players will need to return more to prepare for the next task. And they look forward to sharing more information about the game soon on there. So basically, looking at the structure, a lot of people were assuming this was a Pokemon equivalent to Breath of the Wild, when this is actually a Pokemon equivalent to Monster Hunter, actually. So that the game is not really truly open world, but it's more like a hub-based game in the same vein as Monster Hunter. I'm fine with there, that. So, and I'm actually, you know, some people were kind of PO'd. They wanted to have more of an open, like, Breath of the Wild experience. Oh, but yeah. knowing how rigid Pokemon has been in the years and years and years following the same formula <laughs> on here, any deviation um, from that formula is still welcome, in my opinion. So, And it will be calculated, too. Like, any kind of deviation will be calculated to see exactly exa- exactly what they can do and what's going to work for them. So um, I'm happy that they're even doing anything that's like, for me as a Pokemon player and fan, I am just so excited that we're getting something different. So like, yes, like it could have been some busted ass motion controls and I'd have been happy about it because it's something different than what we've normally been doing. So I'm okay with it. Bring it. Yeah, no, (laughs) bring it. I I barely played Sword. I bought Sword. I think. What did you buy? Sword or Shield? I think you bought. Shield, I bought right? Shield, and I played it for quite a bit actually. But I just like just doing the same thing that I did like years be years and years and years for years. I just it just 
I don't know what it is. Maybe like, you know, I'm a Fairweather fan, but I don't believe that because I played every iteration of it since like, uh, no, no, I don't know. I played a lot of them and I'm just like, I paid my dues. Come on, give me some more. <laughs> give me some more. Yeah, um, I'm not buying Diamond or Pearl. I'm not interested. I don't want another remake. I don't care. You know, nope. so I agree 100%. I just can't do it. I'll be I'll it. be down to play this game though you know so we'll we'll see where they take it and if it's in the monster hunter type structure as far as going back to the hub world and see what the you know the gameplay loop is going to be um down for it any yeah, interest kev right. with this having more monster hunter inspiration to maybe play a pokemon game for once mm, probably I mean, you not to, you get to skin them and make your own <laughs> <laughs> skin them and make your own weapons <laughs> Your own clothing out of them. Skin I Pokemon, know. yeah. <laughs> I I'm surprised that they're you know where you're killing Pokemon. I mean, it's, isn't that was I thought that was considered you know taboo. Uh, they're uh, not killing Pokemon. We're joking. So. Okay. Fainting. Right. Fainting. They, they, but they, yeah, they, I, I I I probably not. <laughs> hey, honestly, hey, it is what it is. So. I, I don't know though. We, we might have piqued Kevin's interest if we could actually skin him and be like, <laughs> Charizard, Charizard, greatsword, mm. uh, Pikachu armor. Mm. Yeah. yeah, it's electric. Hell, that's that's like an attribute right there. You got you got your P- Pikachu longsword, you know. So, Eric, Capcom, then Game Freak. I don't know if you can make a like a longsword of Pikachu. It's too small. You have His to get tail. like. It's tail, okay. Oh, come on. Be some daggers, back. some daggers, some Pikachu daggers. <laughs> Pikachu <laughs> dual blades. <laughs> oh, sorry, everybody. <laughs> like Pokemon. <laughs> yeah. Imagine if you could cook cook the meat, man. That'd be awesome. Like Pokemon meat and get this, <laughs> get the skewer out. No. I mean, it'd be funny, but no. Well, speaking of Monster Hunter, Monster Hunter Rise finally during the Tokyo Game Show. Uh, Capcom has revealed everything about the anticipated Steam version of Monster Hunter Rise. So uh, the game is going to be coming out on January 12, 2022. Uh, Demo is going to be out as soon as October 13th. Uh, There's going to be support for 4K resolution, ultra-wide monitors, improved frame frame rates and textures. And they're also adding keyboard and mouse controls on there. So, Hallelujah! Hallelujah! (laughs) That's what uh, Gerald in our Discord was also. Day one, day one, baby. Uh, He's definitely going (laughs) to double dip on this one so and uh sunbreak is going to come day and date on both switch and pc so uh we'll have to see specifics i seriously doubt there's going to be a way for you to transfer your switch save over to the pc and vice versa so uh don't think so no that's that's asking for too much yeah but i might download the, the steam demo once it comes out later this month and just check it out just to see if it's worthy of the differences and whether I want to play it there as well, you know, I, I'd be curious to see if there's a way for PC and switch players to play together on the same server too, because I know 
I think for you, Des, I don't think you're going to double dip. I can probably speak for you in that instance, right? You can. And Kev, I don't think you'll probably double dip on this either. Um, probably not. I know Ren in the Discord said he is definitely double dipping. Yeah, so. yeah. His dad just bought him a PC, so uh, he's probably going to. He, he, yeah, that doesn't surprise me. It's just. I mean, if I did do that, and I would just, I would either focus on bow or great sword, you know, but I kind of, I already kind of sort of did that in the original game. I don't really know if I want to go back and do all that work again. So yeah. it all depends. And it is work. It is work. Like it's a fun game, but it is work. For sure. Uh, they have they did announce some new crossovers coming out. In next few months so you're going to see a crossover with ghost and goblins so that's going to be interesting that armor looked kind of cool though yeah like and with the, with his lance and everything that looked kind of cool also for all you furry fans out there uh sonic the hedgehog <laughs> crossover the monster hunter is coming soon as well so you know if i get i get some some knuckles like what uh, knuckles i don't know <laughs> <laughs> i mean knuckle knuckles um Dual blades, I guess, possibly. Uh, uh, no, we'll have to see what comes out. Yeah, I, I was actually thinking of Fantasy Star because Fantasy Star Online on 2 uh, New Genesis has Knuckles. an actual weapon named Knuckles. So it would have been a perfect yeah. crossover. And hey, it's Sega and Sega. So that might happen. And they didn't do it. <laughs> they haven't done it yet. Uh, no, they, I got they my had Sonic shoes. Thing. No, yeah. they had the Sonic thing and they didn't do it. So it's a yeah. complete missed opportunity. But whatever. I, I don't work for either of them. So. Right. And and you know the other thing I was a little disappointed in was that at least from what they showed from what I could tell there's there's not a whole lot of there's not more detail in the game. I mean the the environment seemed to be just as kind of you know bland and and barren as the Switch version. I mean you get 60 frames and you get higher resolutions but the game itself doesn't look like they've added very much detail. You know, like it just looks know, better. It just looks better. It looks crisp. Yeah, that's so, really it. Yeah, I'm. I'm I don't know, I enjoyed Rise's backgrounds. I enjoyed the way it looked. I didn't want to compare it to uh, Monster Hunter World at all. You know, it's yeah. just like just considering kind of a all that thing. all that low def that low that 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 low poly was making your eyes feel good. <laughs> not, not all that high <laughs> that high res was burning your retina, son. I I see you. Uh-huh. Stepson, I see you. Uh, I'm off. team world. I'm team world all day. <laughs> <laughs> Step off, Dad. Knock it off. You don't own, you don't own me, Dad. Oh me. I'm my own person. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> mm, that's funny. All right, and we have one last news article. This was added to the outline by Kevin. This is an update to Intellivision Amico on here. So um, they basically have physical games on here. So and so let's kind of before the console is shipped for backers or customers, the company is now selling physical games for it in limited time bundles ranging from $80 to $150. All the games come with a coin and our NFTs for some reason on there. So I don't know. What's your opinion on this, Kevin? I wasn't sure if uh, you. Yeah, this wasn't good. This ain't good. This ain't good. 
It's not. I was under the impression that the Amico would at least have a micro SD. Because uh, one of the things that uh, Tolerico had been talking about was his desire to for people to be able to go into a GameStop and be able to buy games for the Amico. That was one of the things that he had talked about. And with this thing having uh, having these uh, what do they call these what do they call these things these uh, <laughs> NFT cards. Yeah, you're the still non- da- yeah, the, yeah. You're still downloading them off the internet, which okay. But he mentioned that once you download them, you can apparently you can transfer. You can transfer like it, it would be like okay, I have I have Moon Patrol, and gee, I want to let I want to let Joe try it out if he has the console. I can give him the NFT card, and then he can they he can switch. He can play my copy of it, and I would just assume that I would lose access to it until I got the card back. So he was mentioning uh, in the video that these cards are not attached to the console. But I feel I, I I just feel that this is just like a this is a cheap a cheap way out. I I was hoping that this console would have a micro SD slot on it. Uh, from yeah. what I, these are limited yeah. edition uh, collectors editions that they're selling between eighty and one hundred and fifty yeah. bucks with the non fungible tokens involved in there plus the three D card. But the actual retail release, once the system does come out, I think they're just codes in a box that is sold at retail. So yeah, I'm not sure and- why they're getting involved with the NFTs, but I kind of like roll my eyes with any mentions of NFTs and to pay 150 bucks for a, a NFT that's sold with these boxes. I don't know about all this stuff. So no, that's not, that's not a good look. And you know, I apparently there is some electronic grifting that goes on with NFTs. I don't know anything about all that, but I do know that when you're selling a console for 300 bucks and your primary competition now, granted, Nintendo is a much bigger company than than Amico is. Granted, but I find it hard to believe that you could not fit in a a micro SD slot onto your console and put some micro SD cards in these boxes. I I, I just it, as standard as that medium is in this day and age. As cheap as that medium is in this day and age, I find that really, really hard to believe. And to be perfectly honest, in these bundles, the only games in these bundles that I really care about, again, the only reason I'm getting this console or for the Intellivision remasters or the remakes, rather. So I want Moon Patrol. I want Missile Command. I want Biplanes. Everything else in these bundles are just remakes of mobile games. It, I mean, it, 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 they, that, that's what it is. And I think that is this console's, one of this console's biggest uh, criticisms, and it's one I, I believe I've mentioned before, is that they are, they are padding their, they're padding their library with a lot of mobile remakes and, adding a couple of words to make it, you know, exclusive, you get, you get, uh, uh, what is it? Um, you know, Finnegan Fox exclusive to the, to the, to the, 
to, to the to the Amico, Finnegan Fox is coming to iOS and Android. <laughs> you know, it, it, it is. So I I really wish that this thing would have had uh, micro SD. Um, you're still buying quote unquote physical media that has no real physical media in it. I don't look at it at uh, this NFT card as physical media in the least because you still have to you're still downloading from the store. That's <laughs> that's not physical media in my opinion. But you know I'm still excited for the console. I'm still interested in it for the Intellivision remakes. Uh, but I honestly think this was a bad look. I don't know. I'm kind of worried about the console. I hope it brings you everything that you want from it kev but yeah i don't i just want in television remakes that's it that i i don't care about these i don't care about these mobile these mobile i, I mean i'm sorry evil knievel looks like a trash ass game because it's a <laughs> trash ass mobile port it, it, i you know those games are not going to sell this console in the i mean in the face of the Nintendo Switch. It, it just isn't. And I hope that their focus is going to be bringing back those classic games that people, that those Gen X, old Gen X folks like myself remember playing either in the arcade or on the Intellivision or on the VCS. That needs to be the focus because they're not going to be able to compete with with uh, Nintendo on this. And they say that you know they're not trying to compete in that space. But I'm sorry, at your price point at uh, $299.99, that's a lot. You are in you are in competition with the Nintendo Switch. You are, whether you want to admit it or not. You are, and your focus needs to be on that Gen X gamer who grew up playing Moon Patrol, yada, yada, yada. And and by the way, Moon Patrol on the Amico looks amazing. So it's not that the console can't do it. The, it's just that the company has to have the vision and the, and, and, and the stick-to-itiveness to not fall for this well, we're going to bring all your mobile favorites to this console because nobody's going to buy them. You know, nobody's going to buy them. But we will, those of us in the Gen X space who remembers these games and has a fondness for them, we will buy the Moon Patrols. We will buy the Night Stalkers. We will buy, you know, uh, Major League Baseball. Those in television classics uh, remade for this console. We will do that. So hopefully they don't lose sight don't hopefully they don't lose sight of that vision. That's the hope. This is not a good look at all. All right. And that is the news for this episode, sirs. All righty. So again, I want to shout out everybody who participated in our main event. Um the shout out to Ren, shout out to John BT. And uh, again, like like I say, I don't want a an episode to go by where we don't acknowledge uh, all of our listeners and those that participate in our uh, in our main event question of the week, because without y'all, we'd just be three old dudes yapping into the 
the digital ether. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. so thank you so much for that. Uh, contact. You can reach our show at gamingvessels at gmail.com. That's the email you want to use. If you've heard something you want to respond to, or if you yourself would like to be on our podcast and get your opinion on this wonderful hobby of gaming out to our listeners, you're going to want to send uh, an email to gamingvessels at gmail.com. We are also on Twitter at Gaming Vessels. We also have a very fun and uh, very happening Discord channel. Uh, you can join our Discord our Discord servers from uh, any podcast aggregate that you download our show from, as well as catch the link on our Twitter page. No toxic nonsense. Uh, the, we are anything but an echo chamber on our Discord server. We have varying opinions on gaming, uh, but it's always kept lighthearted, fun, respectful. But uh, you have different people with different opinions yet amazingly we are all able to uh discuss uh without (laughs) ripping each other ripping each other apart which seems to be harder and harder to do on twitter uh but speaking of social media toxic social media we do have uh our own our own social media accounts i can still be found for the time being on twitter at shonf71 that's s-h-o-n-u-f-f the number 71 PlayStation Network, I'm Shonuff7, same spelling with the number 7 at the end. Xbox, I am Shonuff071, same spelling with 071 at the end. Steam, I am Shonuff71, same spelling as originally. And my Switch friend code is 7658-2155-3309. Dez, where can folks get a hold of you at, man? All right, everybody, you can find me on Twitter at the Nemo 6 That's T-H-E-N-E-M-O-S-I-X. You can find me on PSN and Steam uh, at Nemo Tigger. That's N-E-M-O-T-G-G-R for the time being. And you can find me on um, you can find me on Nintendo. Uh, our friend code is 52806674451. Nine, Joe, my buddy. Where can folks find you, buddy? Well, um, actually, this is going to deviate from my usual spiel. And uh, me and Des were like sitting talking Thursday night, uh, trying to grab the Metroid Prime Special Edition, and he was spitballing some change of usernames. And uh, I found the username. I just was throwing it out there, and it was available on everything under the sun. So I have made a change. So. <laughs> And I'm rolling with that change. So you can find me on Twitter. My handle, my new handle is Jabroni Chief. J-A-B. <laughs> Love it. R-O-N-I-C-H-I-E-F on One PSN more time. and Steve. One more time. One Jabroni more time. Chief. Jabroni Chief. J-A-B-R-O-N-I-C-H-I-E-F. Not Master and Chief. <laughs> not master chief jabroni chief i am the chief of the jabroni so yes coming out with the jabroni box from the yes. <laughs> and on psn and steam i am also be can be found under the username jabroni chief on here so and xbox i'm jabroni chief 374 on there so um i'm still kuminagara under nintendo you could friend me at 
4712-5953-1409. I was amazed that username wasn't taken. So I just, I just, I, wasn't. I just got, I got my Cadillac. I got in the car and I drove up that avenue and i took i took it i snatched it from the ether so yeah so jabroni cheese i am i love it yes I <laughs> but now i'm trying to change mine so i probably will change mine so mine will be different next week but i don't i'm not gonna tell you what it is it will be a surprise didn't you just like like suggest like sir slappy or something like that so I went to uh, real quick because we got to go. But I went to like that. I tried to do the, the the childish Gambino. So I went to so I went to like the Wu Tang generator, and I was like, Nah, no, thank you. And so and so that was Joe's. I put in Joe's first and last name, and it came up Sir Slappy. <laughs> and I thought that was kind of cool. So like, and so I was like. Uh, and I was like, he could be like Scrappy Doo's, you know, nemesis, so Slappy. <laughs> and then, uh, and then, if you go to PlayStation, and and you and you change your name on PlayStation, um, you can it'll give you suggestions. And some of the suggestions, it's like it's like a random word underscore random word, and then numbers after it, and it just makes they they make no sense. Some are some are actually really cool. The algorithm sometimes gets it really cool, but. For the most part, they are all really, really bad. So, oof, like really bad. So, but yeah, it's pretty funny. I can't believe we did it, but I can't believe he did it. <laughs> I should have. I should have known he would, but, but yeah, that was that was fun. I'm glad that he did that. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. <laughs> all right, folks, that is going to bring episode one four two to a close. For Des, aka the Bay Area Terra, aka the High Res Hater, aka the Cat Daddy, aka the Gamer Step Daddy, and for Trader Joe, apparently aka Jabroni Chief. Yeah, yeah, Jabroni. <laughs> I hearing love you, it. Hearing you say that, Kev, is just <laughs> just the icing on the cake. Seriously, that's just I love it. <laughs> okay. So good. <laughs> AKA the food max of gaming who can maximize your your gaming dollar. I am Shonuff71, aka Digga Dulamite. Purple bling bling. <laughs> Yo. And we will be coming back at you with episode 143. Peace.